He sometimes wears glasses to see what others don't. In past lives, he was always himself. He doesn't wear Nike, yet he still does it. He's Shepard Ampelis, and you are listening to his show. do it live got to turn your mic on you know hey it's already thursday you're listening to the shepherd ambella show share this out with everyone get it going smash the like button do everything you can to possibly get this out because we are one of the most censored uh shows in the world i guess you could say and uh but we got today we're gonna have a great show we got a very uh good guest on that's going to provide a lot of insight into the george floyd situation that occurred a while back that we all know about we got miriam i'm gonna i'm not in name see i love the one time okay in name miriam hinane with us and she's a documentary filmmaker and she's got a new film out which she's going to tell us all about and i mean i guess you could give us a little bit about your background and tell us how you even got into making this film because i've made a couple films and i i thought uh you know what got you to the point to where you wanted to make this film obviously you saw some kind of problem that was going on and you needed to address it Miriam, it's a great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Hi, Shepard. Greetings from Costa Rica. Oh, um, fabulous. So That's yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit. I'm I'm actually I'm a journalist with a degree, and this is my second film. Hello there, gentlemen. What's your name? Mine. Hi, I'm Rant. Chris. Yeah. Rant. Chris. 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 You can call him Rant. Rant. Um, I, so I directed the film Vanishing of the Bees. And actually, okay. my. Can you my, turn it up just a little bit, Miriam? Turn it down? No, up, up, if possible. Check, check, check. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's better. Okay. So I directed the film Vanishing of the Bees and didn't think I was going to make another film. And this is this film, The Real Timeline, is really to accentuate a book that I'm still writing because unfortunately, as you know, real investigations take time mm -hmm. to make journalism. And um, I understand that people have- your mic? For some reason, you're coming in a little That's low. really, this is like a really good mic. Yeah, just get a little close. You sound good when you're close to it. Maybe just get like right up on it. Might have a gate on it or something, or a compressor. Check, check, check. Like yeah, this close? Stay like, yeah, stay that close just for, you know, pretty close for now. Okay. So I know that people have George Floyd fatigue. Mm -hmm. I purchased all the footage from the government and uh, had the pleasure to have uh, Sean Hibbler, who's a well-known editor and filmmaker. He's done Next Level. He's about to release Level With Me. Yeah, and, uh, he had made a film in 2020 in August called Psychological Operation. I had a very difficult time finding a non-woke and gifted editor to right. make a film with me that didn't accuse me of non-ethical behavior. Right, right. Yeah, no, I know. I feel you. Uh, I do all my own uh, stuff now because, you know, uh, Aaron Cole came with me to film it um and you know yeah i mean you can't find anyone these days that's not transformed into a transformer or whatever so what um what uh so this is interesting though this george floyd thing because like the whole nation went crazy over this and you know a lot of uh, i've heard a lot of stuff like 
there was a lawyer that came out of Texas and said, oh, he was yeah. already dead. And, you know, you probably heard that. There I've was, heard everything. I'm a leading worldwide oh, connoisseur of George Floyd. But I can talk about Timothy Jaffet. Okay. But uh, tell it what. So who's Timothy Jaffet? Because I didn't totally get into this as a journalist, the George Floyd thing. So I'm not like the most familiar with every you character. You've talked to the, like, the, the people that were with George Floyd. You've talked to. Uh, you've talked to the passengers in that car with him, right? And she got the footage, all the footage. Yeah, I dedicated this film to Maurice Lester Hall, and I did an exclusive two-hour interview with Maurice. Maurice was with him that day. I've done uh, conducted a 1,000 hours way over that plus of FOIA. I have purchased George Floyd debt from Cup Foods, so that's how I was able, I did a, a FOIA on his social security number because of Timothy Jaffet. So in these psyops and false flags, they oftentimes weave in red herrings so that people can go and, and they give um, credence to calling people a conspiracy theorist. So Timothy Jaffet early on said that George Floyd had died in 2016. The thing is, is that he couldn't give me a date. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, mofo, I'm going to pull all the records, the death records for two years. And right. there was no George Floyd and there was no Floyd George. The thing is that the mainstream media and the government created a composite. A lot of people don't know this. So they said, you know, that he graduated with a scholarship. He was number 88. Mm -hmm. And in reality... It was a Floyd George that graduated. And when I called to get the, the yearbook, they conveniently don't have a yearbook. This is Yates. Right. And then also they referenced FERPA. So what's FERPA? It's like HIPAA for students. So oh, really? This guy, Timothy Javit. And how do I know this? I, I interviewed a... He was a boy then. He was at that game, and he specifically remembers them calling out Floyd George because he was a kid and started giggling with his brother because it was like sounded like boy George. So okay. what they did is that they literally edited that game, and the media ran with it and said that this was a scholarship. George Floyd had a scholarship and played at Yates, but that's a completely different person. Okay, right, because, you know, I, I kind of ran into that, too. I didn't go deep on this, but there was a couple different characters, you know, that, that popped up and people were confusing them uh, from what it looked like. Um, so, like, how did the, like, w when you listen to the mainstream media reports and we see what was reported, I mean, I don't remember all the little nuances of everything, but the main thing is, is that guy, Derek Chauvin, I guess is his name. Um, he, he, yeah, he came in and just, uh, you know, supposedly put his knee and ground his knee down on this guy and then was, um, you know, standing there and there was people gathered around. But I always thought that looked staged or something. Just in my opinion, it looks somewhat staged. Um, Timothy Jaffet, you're talking, that yes. lawyer, he's out of Texas. Yeah, and he recently got arrested for smuggling so, in Mexicans. Yep. And so this, this oh. shit about George Floyd playing or going to Texas A&M, that's a completely different... Yeah, A&M. Yates and A&M University. There's no... Look, all these... The schools, it's like, oh yeah, show me the yearbook. And so what, who is Timothy Jaffet? If he's, when I contact him right away, he said, I'm too busy. I'm like, oh, this, the country's burning and you're too busy. That makes no sense. But if you consider that they put in, they weave in these red herrings to take people off the trail, right. then it makes more sense. I don't know if, if you're open or can show the trailer to the audience. Yeah, I can. Um, do, did you send me a link of, of that? Yes, I think you had pulled it up where it says sizzle reel. And yeah, that's the yeah. story. That's the story. So Rancast, you're familiar with, with uh, Timothy and this story? No, I'm not. I was just going through and I was looking up as you're speaking. And uh, yeah, I just seen the Texas A&M thing. 
And yeah, then, it, so what you're saying is the this lawyer made up all that bullshit, and then now he's arrested for smuggling humans. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's it's bizarre. What's also interesting is, and this isn't all of this is in my book, which is not completed, but people can get a pre-order. So Timothy is also an estate lawyer. So there I found in the FOIA, which is this is not in the movie, a judgment order for against George Floyd dated May 1st, 2020, 24 days before he died. And it's a judgment order for $5 million for a baby mama and a child that you've never heard of. So when I found that, a, a PI helped me once I found this, the SSN. I had to wait a year to find the courageous private eye. And then I, I called the district court in Texas and I said, what is this? This is a legitimate case from 2007 because in reality, George was not a modern messiah. He was a deadbeat dad and, and drug um, seasoned criminal um, mm -hmm. and drug addict. And so the court could not produce. I even showed them, look at this judgment order. I called the estate and I called also child services and nobody could tell me what it is that I was looking at. But indeed, there was a judgment order for $5 million. So when this was June, there was another document that came to be on June 2nd. On June 3rd, Timothy Jaffet on his uh, Facebook page talks about the baby mamas that will come out of the woodwork. So how does he know this? How does he know this? And when I called him, he could not give me the date of his um, custodian because he said that George Floyd, he was taking care of him and basically was beside him on his deathbed, but could not get specific on the actual date of his death. Wow. Now, um, to, in I don't know, like from my um, journalism career, I guess, I always feel like the FBI gets into things like this. And I know on your documentary, I remember how um, I guess it was that store owner was kind of like in with the police and whatnot. Um, do you think that there was any FBI elements to this or, or something? And that's why some of these characters are hard to get information on and stuff like that. And, and do you think there was like a higher um, level, like a more of a top down level um operation or something for this like like how do you you absolutely. know what, what are your thoughts absolutely i will i'll back up and say that just last week it'll be a week tomorrow derek mm -hmm. chauvin got sentenced finally to tax evasion so and now in 2023 is justice that just us is conducted via zoom and uh, he was so why isn't anyone really looking? Oh, tax evasion? Because this story, what's really underneath it? It connects a, to the club, right? It connects to El Nuevo. He worked for another another um, club that has ties to the Mexican cartel. But in reality, this is like Ozarks on COVID. This is a money laundering drug cartel. It's some kind of mafia cartel thing with Mexican connections. And they're bringing something up or doing something and laundering yeah. money or so, something like that. So if we look at George and he got, he, he made, um, he struck a plea deal with, um, in, in Texas and he served five years. So what if he was poached then as an informant? When I, he believe was released, I, I believe stuff like that happens often, Miriam. Absolutely. When I, yeah, D David Penny, who recanted his, I can talk about him in a minute. So, I asked myself, huh, I wonder if there's a drug corridor between Minnesota, between Texas and Minnesota. And sure enough, there is. George also had a truck driving passport um, license, but it's very fuzzy. Sorry? A CDL he had. He was George driving Floyd. A commercial driver's license? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they made it that we didn't know whether he graduated and he had his official license, but he was driving trucks. Maya Santa Maria, the face of El Nuevo, had a drug 
um, a, sorry, a truck company as well. And so what was he really doing coming from Texas? Now, another thing. In the film, I show the arrest almost a year to the day in 2019. In reality, that was a sting operation, a narcotics where George was involved. So at the trial of Derek Chauvin, they brought in the officer who's now retired. His name is Scott Crichton to testify on behalf of the prosecution. So when they brought him in, they said, OK, so tell us about this arrest. And he says it's a it was a sting operation. Ellison, Keith Ellison, the corrupt attorney general, says, oh, so you mean a you mean a um, traffic violation? No, I mean a drug bust. And then he asks him, he goes, no, you mean a traffic. So when they found out that Scott was not going to lie under oath, they dismissed him and he got relegated to testify on behalf of Derek. But they kept it under wraps, the, the, the nature of this arrest just a year before. So what if they said, you know that thing that you did last year? Do it again, but this time say, I can't breathe. We're going to make you Rodney 2.0. And that's why I, I um, show the very extensive what happened in the ambulance. And so what happened if this went wrong or very right? Because in these psyops, in these false flags, they compartmentalize the players and they don't necessarily know what the right hand and the left hand are doing, right? So it's very interesting that we have a lot of rookies that mm -hmm. have taken part because in reality, well, one, my book is called A Multi-Layered Psyop Examined. It's multi-purpose. And I believe firmly that this was the duty to intervene, live exercise that they played out on the world. And if we don't know by now, uh, the audience out there, we're in a live exercise, just like Mom, Mike Pompeo said on March 31st, 2020. We are in a live exercise. Then Trump's like, what she would have told me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and also Billy Boy Gates's chapter seven is called Practice, Practice, Practice. And he actually goes through the different, you know, from a drill to full scale live exercise. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to play a clip from your, I'm going to play your trailer real quick because people need to see this. Content warning now. Um, Y'all can be traumatized. Third precinct is up in flames. We begin with breaking news in South Minneapolis. Caught on tape, a black man pinned to the ground, later dying after a white officer kneeled on his neck. It started with a report of a forgery in progress and ended with Floyd's death. The situation has become volatile in the third police precinct tonight. As police officers and protesters clash over a man's death. Miles from Minneapolis, anger, frustration pouring into the streets of America. I can't breathe! It all stems from this video. What we saw was it can be heard on the video saying, I can't breathe. Police officers involved have all been terminated. Man, I'm scared as fuck, man. Give us a breather. Let's go breathe this little drop on me. I can't, I can't choke. I can't breathe, love it. That's 
she got a thing going on. I'm telling you about what does that mean? We have problems. Do not move, not one time, bro. She's off track right now. But yeah, bro, go back in the store. Bro. What happened to him? Oh, fucked up. All right. They fucked up. You took your ID? Yeah. What happened? More drama at Cup Foods? Uh, Cup Foods. Yeah. Uh, it's just a forty report. The person that had given him a fake bill, we went over there and. The real timeline, y'all. Make sure and uh, check that out. All the links in the description. It says uh, it says the name of the film, and it says Miriam's name, and you can click on the link and go there. And um, Miriam, also, people, how do they support you? Because um, you need support because you're targeted. So, um, is there a way they can, uh, help you? Uh, they can rent your film. They can buy it. What else? Yes. So you can rent it for less than $5. I wouldn't even be able to sell this directly because I'm, they took it off of Vimeo and just like you, it's like, I'm an OG. I, I was banned on GoFundMe and PayPal in 2017. Yeah. And, so I don't have Venmo. I just have Cash App and Gifts and Go. Even the Gifts and Go, if you think like I raised a million dollars to make don't an award-winning film. And it's been a year almost, and I'm still just trying to raise 15000 just to cover the costs of paying Sean. And, you know, $6,000 just to purchase all of this footage. People think it grows on a tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, like... Well, the, it, 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 it's hard to make a film. It's like one of the, you know, I mean, it takes a lot to make a film and uh, people don't realize what goes into it. So support Miriam, support her work. Thank you. Uh, because well, as, you, as you know, Shepard, it's not only that, it's that if you're, if you're targeted, like my beats are medical freedom. I mean, I've been covering medical freedom since 2012. That's why I first left for the jungle. Cause I knew this Rona regime was coming and that's why they've attacked me and right. you also must know that there's people who co-opt this space and they absorb the message it's like oh yeah where the fuck were you um right. five years ago you're new i haven't seen your face around and I yet know, you're no. the you're the authority now to listen to when it comes to medical freedom so no, no, the whole movements like that the whole alternative movement the whole mainstream uh, media, alternative media, it's 90% overran. There's only a couple few of the real uh, still out there. Um, okay, it's so like I, that, uh, Mary, that uh, what's that lady on MSNBC? This clip, it's like control right. uh, exactly what people think, and that is the that is if our you, job. Yeah. Yeah. That exactly. That's now picking up I, traction. That was, that's where I started. That's my, like five five something career. years ago, right? Like that was back in 2016 or 15 or some shit when she said that. And now people are like Tim Pool and them. Miriam, so I have, so like, do you think that George Floyd's dead? I do think that he's dead. Okay. Now, so my next question is Have you heard of voice to skull technology? And I did a show on it, and there was this Austin Tech um, guy who was killed uh, by a cop. And it's like he was swatted, but someone got the doorbell ring camera and started noticing there was ELF messages in it that sounded like commands. And did you see how that guy said that's bananas or whatever? And then he's holding a banana, like as if there could be trigger words and it's part of an MK Ultra operation. And he, he said, he's going to stop breathing. I'm going to stop breathing. Like, how did he predict his own death and how it was going to go down? I, I feel like he was an MK Ultra dial-up, and they were using V2K technology, voice-to-school technology. What are your thoughts on that? So, so much there to unpack. One, yes. I actually, as a targeted individual, reached out to someone in the UK to interview them, and they say that they've been MK Ultra with uh, voice-to-skull technology. As far as George... Let's also put into context that he grew up in Cooney Homes, which mm -hmm. the Brick Boys, it's also a reference, you know, the fact of all those piles of bricks. That's a federal housing complex. That would be a beautiful place to start recruiting possible um, 
informants, whether unwitting or not, and if they are a drug addict, which George was, then they're more suggestible. If you have a $5 million judgment order, you're pretty much owned. So what does it mean when he said that line that you're saying, when I'm scared as I'm scared of AF, when I stop breathing, when I stop breathing, it's going to go off on me, man. What does that mean? Right? Right. So is it MK Ultra or he knew because he could have taken a sleeping beauty drug where he's told you're going to wake up, but he doesn't wake up. Now let's look at Derek for a moment. Not many people know that Derek served in the military, that Derek also had a stint in 2014, I believe, at the School of Americas, a.k.a. the School of Assassins. Uh-huh. So what was he doing there? He was took a stint to go to this school that recruits and, and trains dictators in Latin America. And uh, there's no talk of it. He was supposedly working at El Nuevo, and he was supposedly a cop also in in Minnesota. Let's not forget that Derek also had a real estate um, license and had a home in Windermere, Florida, which is an upscale area in Florida. So could it have been an MK Ultra event? Yeah, absolutely. I have not gone down the bowels of MK Ultra. I did interview Kathy O'Brien in regards to the book to ask her if it's possible. And she had she had a couple of things to say about the School of Americas. Yeah, what's is this an old article? Yeah, I think this is uh 2015 sur- surrounded by sound how 3D audio hacks your brain. I just easily Googled this. There's a bunch of new stuff coming out, but it's basically talking about um, how, you know, they're saying like you can hear a bird flying over your head. You'll hear a whisper in one ear. It it puts you in the exact sound field as originally intended. But th- but if you get if you get deeper into this, they're releasing all this new um, voice to school commercial technology that's going to be coming out and um it's gonna tie in and so so they have all this you know um and it's possible um the the, i mean this is has all the earmarkings of some type of major operation so so what do they gain um from the operation then if it's let's say it's mk ultra um i mean obviously they can um make political moves or something but like what like what do you think they gained uh from this operation well i do believe it's a multi-layered psyop this was the event to usher in a color revolution i would go as far as to say that they wanted to get more jabs into the arms of the number one vaccine hesitant community which are the blacks and so why not this is what ushered us not only to the color revolution, but I say in the film brought us from virus to violence overnight and justified, oh, look, the government cares about systemic racism. Maybe this jab juice is safe. Let's forget about the Tuskegee experiment and roll up your sleeve. Mm-hmm. I, I, to that extent, I found looking to the messaging of Black Lives Matter on the NIH so that they can look at Oh, Black Lives Matter, because really, Black lives don't matter. And now none of our lives matter because we are the lab rats. So I would be audacious enough to say that they use this to gain confidence in um, American Black community. You know, Um, back to uh, the uh, El Nuevo Rodeo. Is that the name of the club? Uh, The club burned down. Sure did. Yep. The law, the Odd Fellows building from 1808. And when I looked to see when Maya sold the building, it was in January 2020. Oh, how convenient for you, Maya. And, and it, the just, building, it, it gets burned down during the protest, too. I mean, oh, so yeah. right so, next to yeah. the precinct three. Precinct three. And, and Derek this is, is this also is mainstream media, CBS, George Floyd, and Derek Chauvin worked at the same club and may have crossed paths. So, I mean, 
people don't believe yes. this shit, you know? Yes, but but like you you brought up David Pinney. One mm. of you brought it up. So David Pinney was went on record and spoke to CBS saying that these guys butted heads. And less than 48 hours later, the testimony was recanted. It was a 50-minute interview. When I tried to license the footage, they told me because it had been retracted that I wasn't able to license it. Now, was that another red herring? The guy, David, said that he confused George with someone else. Oh, because all black people look the same. David is black himself. It's like, dude, he's your boss. He's six foot six. Kind of unbelievable that he messed up and confused him for someone else. So if this was a, a hit, if it was a hit, it could have masqueraded as, um, you know, police brutality. But it definitely had nothing to do with racism. And at the end, and I show this in the movie, Keith Ellison went on 60 Minutes and basically said F you to the whole world and said, yeah, this had nothing to do with race. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a big thing. And it got everything going uh, at the time, especially. They'll probably try something like that again. Uh, oh, there he is now. <laughs> popped up yeah you know uh that's that's crazy um what uh hmm what uh the the, the guy in the red pants i don't remember his Maurice. name that guy Maurice. was so suspicious to me i feel like i don't know he he was just like an odd character um any thoughts or insight on him Oh, yeah. I, I dedicated the movie to him and people can go on my Rumble. And on the second year anniversary, I scored a two hour interview with him. So from my perspective, initially, uh, I'll back up. So Maurice somehow doesn't get arrested that day, even though he has fake money, totally sus and yeah. escapes or runs away, gets caught as a fugitive out of state on June 2nd all his past all his past charges ironically he was charged for choking his baby mama and oh. for hiding cocaine in between his ass cheeks and having a gun in uh, the Salvation Army eastern some coke Chef calls that eastering yep. sorry there's uh we were talking about this dude on flight MH370 that keistered his phone between his butt cheeks to uh because they might have took him to Diego Garcia, and then he got like a picture out, and people got the metadata from it. That's how they know that plane landed at Diego Garcia. What? Then we had a remote viewer contact in Telehub that day, and say that their friends, or well, a friend of a remote viewer, and say that their friend told him that th he they were crying, and they told him that uh, they saw the whole thing and gave all these details, and it was just like real crazy like story but that plane had range to go to diego garcia and the pilot practiced landing on that runway so it, on a simulator so it's like a really bizarre story up on intellihub.news if people want to check it out but is yeah this, is this recent uh it was the malaysian flight 370 back oh, yeah. in 2014 and um it i think it landed at, at diego garcia and now we got this remote viewer saying that and get, giving all these crazy details. And it's just, it's real bizarre. Uh, kind of a fun mystery story to just check into. And the wife of the of one of the passengers, Philip Wood, says she believed her husband was still alive, like, you know, even months after. And uh, she she heard that fighter jets escorted that plane and it was taken through the Maldives and to a military base. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that story, but I'm still thinking about getting meta metadata from deep within someone's butt cheeks. Yeah, you never know what it can uh, trace back the butt print. Where it can trace, <laughs> right. you know, Xerox. Yeah, at least they have phones and metadata because the old-fashioned way you had to get like um, samples from people's butt cheeks, <laughs> like China. So I don't know. I don't know if you want me to finish the. I'm just gonna open my sliding door. Just, I think, hot. 
Yeah, that this is fascinating stuff, Rant. You know, just the whole uh and he's hit right here, George. Yeah, I knew I knew of the uh <clears throat> connection with them at the club, but I didn't know the fucking mainstream media reported on that. Well it's just kind of our you know it's it's to drum up the conspiracy theorists because it doesn't go anywhere. But I'll just wrap up on Maurice. So Maurice all the charges are dropped. His case is sealed. And then the next day, oh, he's found to have the beginnings of intellectual disability. And then, like all mentally ill felons, he gets to do Good Morning America the next day. So from my perspective, I was like, did this guy set George up? I think he's a snitch. So I did a FOIA, and I was right for a hot minute. He was a snitch. He stopped responding to the cops. He was promised to be a key witness. Mm -hmm. And so there was his phone number there. I called. He thought I was a journalist with the Washington Post. And he's like, speak to your team. I have some footage of me and George at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, oh, yeah, my big team. Big team of Yeah, money. but that's because, like, I mean, these people know how all that operate. Like, the I mean, this is crazy how the media is just so embedded with, uh, you know, people and it's just all like salted up people. They go, they've got, but it sounds like that dude, you know, he knew he was going to get money for footage or, you know, he knows how it works, how the whole system works. Yeah. But the thing is this Shepard, that he was promised to be a key witness and his beef was hey, I'm the guy that's with this modern messiah and I'm getting the short end of the stick because why didn't the Floyd family ever meet with Maurice? And he's like, well, whether you think I'm a piece of shit or not, wouldn't you want to meet the person that spent the last hours with your family member? And the answer for me is, yeah, I would want to meet you. So he got cut out of the deal. I interviewed George's roommate, Teresa, and asked, did you get to meet the family? And she said, no. And I said, well, why is that? And she said, oh, there was a lot of celebrities. And I said, do you think, Teresa, that Chad and Tatum took it out of the goodness of his heart to fly all the way to Houston? Or everything was locked down. Hey, this is a good gig. I'll wear the face diaper and pretend I care about a man I've never met. And she said, right. yeah. So the celebrities also were served to insulate so you could have an excuse as to why I called Benjamin Crump and I'm like, how about this guy's black, black life? Do you care? He didn't care. And so ironically, Maurice was like, you know, in black and white, I read like a piece of shit. And I said, yeah, I thought you were a piece of shit, but I connected with him and I understand he'd want a, a, a piece of the action. So when I started speaking to Maurice, they recirculated all of his charges mm -hmm. and he's now in jail. And oh. he's in jail. And then someone who was consulting with me said, well, Miriam, did you ever consider that maybe it's because of you that they trudged up all of these charges? And I told Maurice's mom. So you know, given I'm speaking to the mom, I just don't think that I think he was an unwitting informant. So the day that they okay. they um, sentenced Alexander Kang, who's black, by the way, the same in the afternoon was Maurice's Zoom meeting to get sentenced. So I logged on and you don't see my face. I'm, I'm uh, just my name. And I was watching. There was even a lawyer that testified and said that they would take Maurice into their home maurice got clean he really thought this this george george was going to give him a second lease on life so at the end the judge didn't give a crap about him was treating him like he's a non-person and so at the end of the zoom meeting i unmuted myself and he said you are all a bunch of hypocrites you made excuses and allowances for george floyd's career criminal and, and addiction but yet this black man you don't care about it. They shut down the entire Zoom. They shut it all down. And then I called the mom and I said, did you hear me? And friends and family had called and said, who is that? Who is that girl? And it's Mimi. 
who interjected herself into the George Floyd uh, plot. But anyway, that's Maurice. So Maurice is in jail now for a 2017 charge. Okay. And when I asked the mom also, why doesn't the baby mama drop the charges? She said the state won't let her. And they took away his son. Am I gone? No. no. <laughs> they, they took away his son, obviously jabbed his CPS. Um, so anyway, Maurice shows the complete hypocrisy of this Black Lives um, Matter movement, in my opinion. Right. No, it's so bizarre to me. And a lot, some of this stuff is hard to follow how it all intertwines because it, it, it feels like it's part of a bigger, you know, you know, operation, like there's tentacles of it or something that it branches out. I mean, I'm sure these psyops are complex in nature. I got to plug the sponsor real quick. Everyone check out pure body extra you're going to want to get this spray from touchstone essentials it's great to detoxify uh heavy metals and toxins it's a great for cellular cleansing has all natural zeolite and uh it's it's just a you know chemtrails stuff like that uh heavy metals in your water uh if you eat hershey's chocolate they pour lead into that you need to get this stuff and clean your body you can go to the link in the description is the best way or go to im137.thegoodinside.com. We're back with our guest, Miriam. Why don't you plug your film and run everyone through all the different ways to support you and give yeah, your yeah. best film plug and why should people check it out? Thank you. I'd like to also say for the comment of Miriam's hot, Miriam's 50, Miriam reverse lupus. And uh, can you, my power just went out. Are you still with me? Yeah. <laughs> You're on backup power. Oh. <laughs> I'm on backup. Miriam is a licensed functional medicine coach and consultant. I've reversed lupus. I was hit by an SUV and dragged 50 feet and broke six bones and had a metal rod mm. in my leg. So that's another reason they come after me because I actually walk my talk. I'm a food Nazi. And I inspire, educate, and empower people to take health into their own hands, which is why the government came after me for selling vitamin C and silver and using the word prevention. So if you want to support me, I, I would say please check out MiriamHenane.com. I have I just put out a, an ebook on understanding the mechanisms of the mRNA gene therapy. I also offer a book called, because I believe in an energy exchange, I offer a book on Tavistock that's only $5,000 on Amazon. So you can get it for just a donation. It's uh, John Coleman's book that really teaches us, this is the global think tank of think tanks that have um, really helped the New World Order. As far as this movie, I feel like I'm probably doing this for a hundred years from now. I'm a scribe. Ministry of Truth is alive and well, vaporizing our history before our very eyes. And um, you can check out the movie on My Movies Plus for less than $5. And yes, it's very difficult to ask for financial support, but journalists are needed, real journalists that give 100% truth and nothing but the truth, not this like 80% truth. Sorry? I keep telling people they're going to end up with, you know, this, you were talking about, you said something earlier and I forgot to jump in, but um, it's like they create straw man news. So like they'll like touch on a lot of points to make it sound real, but then they'll twist like one key totally. thing. And they're doing that like all day long. Now people don't even notice it. They're doing it in the alternative media okay. and everything. And it's just, um, absolutely insane so support Miriam, support uh her work and actually go get her film and check it out because it's really good i saw it um Thank i put you. it on the background when i was working you know so i did i want to re-watch it again one day when i have more time but it's very good it's it's put together well did you get into the autopsy and uh the the findings of the autopsy i guess yeah like how they they talk about i mean it's talking about he died of covid right <laughs> i was joking with zach zach Voorhees is the one i blame it all on him the google whistleblower we were in costa rica and, and he's like 
Mimi, can you come and choke me? And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm doing the George Floyd challenge. And that was May 25th, 2020. The next day, I called the medical examiner and they said the, the official report is going to take weeks and weeks and weeks. And then two hours later, CNN was dumping preliminary reports. So that's what made me think, I mean, huh, what, right here, no life-threatening injuries identified. This is right. the official. And I, I, I joked I, with Zach. I said, watch, they're going to, he's going to die of COVID. No, George yeah, I Floyd. No, he's the only man in America that had COVID, but didn't get, to, uh, the hospital didn't get an extra 39 plus or 13,000 to send it off. It's a big F you. It's a big F you that this is really about fake fentanyl and that there's, oop, mom's the word. Let's not talk about the number one ravisher of Speaking America. Speaking of mom, like um, the whole, you know, I've seen Kanye. I think we've all seen the whole Kanye thing when he's talking on uh, Champs, I believe. He's talking about when he's yelling out for mama, he's yelling out for his girlfriend. He ain't fucking right. yelling out for his, his mom. And then you see the clip, you know, I went and found the clip of them in court and she, they go, well, you guys had pet names, right? And she goes, yeah, we did. We did. Well, what was your pet name? And when he, that uh, prosecutor says that to her, you can see the drop in her face knowing where he was going at with this because she goes, mama. And it's like, well, fuck, man. I mean, Courtney was not even with George at the time. Maurice told me, and she was there with her Kleenex Insta, Insta tears and hmm. saw an opportunity. She was there every single day. She was also teaching Dwayne Wright. Oh, another a little crossover to another psyop. Um, so and and Courtney Ross is also the name of a Marvel character, just FYI. Oh really? They all they they like to do that too. I noticed because um, it it's like a search algorithm thing that buries things, so you can't search the real truth. So so that when you go to search certain topics, like these uh, uh, videos that they want you to see and stuff come up, articles. That's crazy how much they've um, changed the internet in the last, I would say, like three or four years, and they've been scrubbing all the truth, just pulling everything off of it. Have you noticed that as well? Um, like them just like taking stuff, you know, because as a journalist, you'll you'll know what's on the internet because you're searching things, and then it just disappear. Dudes, I let me. I covered Charles Lieber, and Charles Lieber. They've been pushing his sentencing. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't know Charles Lieber, he's the nanotech king. And he's I like just posted on my. Sorry, that's like a linchpin to the COVID, and when it comes to the nanotech uh, that's used in these, MRIs. is that tied to that Lieber scandal thing in any way? In Harvard, the yeah, that's who I'm talking about. That's what they killed me off of Twitter for, and but my point here was that yes, as a journalist, as a professional researcher who used to get hired to look for footage, archival footage, anyone who's seen Vanishing of the Bees, I'm the one who found all the archival footage. In the past three years, the even the Wayback Machine has been scrubbed. And my point here in, in regards yep. to Charlie is I went to look at the, on Pacer, they have 404, they have 404 Charles Lieber's case uh, at least, you know, in the last two on days. On the Wayback Machine? Sorry? Uh, are you talking about on the Wayback Machine? They've, they're no, scrubbing I'm talking about Pacer, a government site. Okay. And I'll tell you this as well. So he was arrested under Trump's China initiative. Mm -hmm. So if you go to the Department of Justice, they have 404, an entire government initiative that you have to go to the Wayback Machine. And even the Wayback Machine has been sanitized. Um, the yeah. archive.org, it's yep. really difficult to They're doing find that right the now with, with the banking stuff that's going on. Uh, there was Moody's gave SVB like uh, a uh, BAA1 rating, which is ball, literally ball. But uh, they gave him a BAA1 rating. And then when you go to the link, 
it's 404. So I went into the way back machine. It's fucking 404 on the way back machine too. It had two screenshots and it's not it, actually 404 on the way back. It just sits there and it won't, it will not come up. You know, I, I don't know if someone else can try it or something. I think I posted the links on Twitter. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look, yeah. but you're, you're, a, it's absolutely right that the yeah. Wayback Machine has been scrubbed as well. A lot well. of people rely on the Wayback Machine and these uh, internet archives, and now they're, they're going through and they're, so they're scrubbing them. So Charles Lieber, he got arrested, I believe, the day Kobe died, right? January 23rd, 2020. I don't know when Kobe died. I think it was like right around the time Kobe died. The, that day or something i gotta look it up but it's january 23rd i don't know when kobe died if I, i'd be curious to know but what they did was they showed oh department of justice coming down or this is a china spy and then slowly, slowly yeah, january. tax evasion and now now they push the sentencing push this he is a prized asset he's responsible for 66 plus patents including cyborg heart tissue An organic computer myocarditis he wrote a paperback and he wrote a paper back in um 2003 i believe about the organic computer how we're an organic computer and how we can be basically what naravo harani harari uval, uval harari uval, yeah basically what he's saying now and is being shown you know with the new world order and and the weft stuff when you see harari talking about how the human being can be hacked and there's no more free will there's no more yeah, of, those days of are over yeah and yeah, charles Lieber was writing about that 20 plus years ago you know so and and also ray kurzweil i have i schlepped um the the paths of singularity from florida to the jungle and in it there's I've highlighted it. He says the nano will replace the, the human nucleus, the cell. And so they are. This is all about a transhumanist agenda. I'm fascinated with that. And I give presentations on 5G, Charles Lieber. What about uh, graphene oxide? Yeah, Kobe, Kobe and Charles Kobe died on the 27th and Lieber was arrested the 28th. Oh, 20th. Okay, sorry, 28th. My bad. That's, yeah, the I mean, 28th. That's I, definitely uh, covered up what was going on with Lieber being arrested, with his two uh, accomplices uh, being arrested at the Boston International Airport. With the, they had cultured uh, cancer cells that they were taking back to China, uh, and they let those guys go. They just said, "Oh, they were cancer cells. It's no big deal." And then you find out that in, in uh, COVID itself, I, I we're on fucking YouTube. We're gonna get fucking dropped. But uh, <laughs> in that itself has something uh some sort of cancer cell plus like uh hiv and stuff uh intertwined into the sars cov because now we know it come from a lab uh redfield you know threw everybody under the bus and then slammed the bus stop on top of them in the I, last just, I just wrote for dr sherry tenpenny a it's also an activist post and all about the wuhan um origin story because i was like why now why why now and went back to my notes from 2020 um the fact that's like hello now oh now it's the raccoon dog oh, it's the raccoon dog the rac that's an anagram or whatever for corona right there uh, the raccoon then you got the raccoon city type shit i mean how for them to expect us to believe such a ridiculous fucking story you know i mean after it's been I mean, it's 100%. You have the head of the, the ex head of the director of the CDC coming out and saying, yo, I mean, I seen it. They, they did it. They, they use gain of function. Yes, they were trying to create new and improved vaccines, but they use gain of function. Directed evolution. Let's rename it. Out and uh, nobody contacted me. I wanted to be part of it. Now I'm pissed. And now they're all. <laughs> going down for it this is the way it yeah, seems and, and they say if you read the the national intelligence council because they're divided on the intelligence communities how convenient that they're also blaming it on beijing because beijing is not being cooperative and so without patient zero is historically fuzzy in 2019 mm -hmm. We knew something was coming, and I started doing a series for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny on Ebola, looking specifically at patient zero, 
which is all, all always fuzzy. And to tell your audience that in October 2019, they mass vaccinated 200,000 people in Samoa based on seven cases of non-deadly measles, literally went door to door. So and measles is coming. what, in Sorry? what, uh, 2016, 2015, the big fight was on over the measles vaccine. I don't know if you, I, I MMR, obviously remember yeah, that. I was in, covering uh, that. Well, no, in New York, you know, in New York City, in New Rochelle, right? New Hasidic Rochelle, Jews? the Hasidic Jews, yeah. And then, if you remember, when COVID broke out, the first city to go into lockdown, the first area in, like, a fucking, like, th what was it, like, half-mile radius or something, the first place to lock down in the United States, New Rochelle, New York, wow. right? So, I mean, yeah, I mean, the fight on this stuff has been going on for years and years and years. And now they released that video of uh, on PBS, you know, Fauci going around to what they're saying, the hood or whatever, you know, and getting just fucking ran out of the place. You know, when I haven't seen that. I'd love He's to see that. There and he goes, he goes, the guy goes, you know, I'm not putting no vaccine in my body that you just fucking made. You know, it's been like not even a year and you guys are pumping them out. It's supposed to take like 10 years. And Fauci goes, well, we've been working on this for like 20 years. You know, it's been 20 years we've been working on this one. You know, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, they've been working on it. They had a big old stockpile and then they fucking sent it out. And like I've been saying, I believe Dr. they're going Hall. to trance, they're going to uh, suspend what they're doing so they can blame it on Trump. They're going to come out and they're going to tell the truth and go, oh, but we have this, we have this one that we worked on the last three years, you know, and it's good, guys. This time, don't worry. This time, it'll be just fine. Well, look at AI generated for no, right. That's a COVID raccoon. Yeah. What's his tail? He looks like a oh tiger. That's, long, that's long COVID is the tail. <laughs> He's got a tail issue. That's he's got long COVID. He's gonna drop dead from the <laughs> I want to answer your question, Shepard. You asked about the GO. That's exactly Charles Lieber and GO is what they killed me on Twitter two years ago. And I appealed 10 times and got it back. But I said, you'll see, graphene oxide is the secret sauce. Where are you, Charles Lieber? And 10 minutes later, I was- He's back in China at his fucking lab and his nice apartment, you know, oh, cooking yeah. up. Well, you know. I, everyone, I believe real quick, that- Real quick, Miriam, yeah, everyone yeah. go to Noble Gold. Links in the description because you have to diversify in times like this. We're almost out of time. Miriam, plug all your stuff. We got like one minute left. I've or so. plugged everything. I, I would ask people to please find it in your heart to um, support my work. It's uh, check out and uh, or you can rent the movie. I believe in an exchange. So you can go to MiriamHenane.com. You can get a consult with me as a licensed functional medicine coach and consultant. And uh, thank you both for having me. Hopefully, I'd love to come again. Yeah, we would like um, to talk to you about uh, your consulting and stuff, you know, just like uh, natural health, stuff like that. Maybe whatever you, you, uh, you cover in your journalism too, you know, aside from your documentary. Well, I have a health and wellness company called Honey Colony and uh, 16,000 articles on thehivewisdom.com. A lot of them were in the future. I, I cover things from a biohacking functional medicine point of view and, and uh, try to walk my talk in all aspects of life. This is a spiritual war and uh, you need to get your house in order. Yeah, that's my that is Honey Colony. That's awesome. Oh, I have an affiliate program as well. That silver is 4,000 ppm. That's what the government came after me for. So most people think this is not colloidal. This is chelated. Ooh. You have to come on. Uh, interesting stuff, Miriam. Thanks so much. Thank you both. You're listening to the Shepherd Ambella Show. Airs weekdays, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 Central. ATN.live. Don't forget to support the network. Hit the pledge button. Links in the description. Get Marion's film. Check it out. We'll see you tomorrow. Check out all the clips. Share everything out. Smash the like button. Uh, give it five star ratings and comment. Go in the comment section right now. Just leave a quick comment because it changes the algorithm. Hurry. Go. Go. Thank <laughs> you.
A-T-N. Live.